What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Midweek edition, of course, you know, going through everything happening around the league. A pretty typical midweek night, I'll say. So, you know, we'll just kind of go through the big hits, what's going on. We talked about the Athletics win streak and how they staged or their fans staged a reverse boycott. This happened on Tuesday night in Oakland where they they packed the stadium, at least more packed than they've seen it all year. I think they had 27,000 plus fans on hand against the Rays. Remember, the Rays are the best team in baseball. And the A's continued their win streak. They beat Tampa Bay yet again. This time, a 2-1 victory, a very close victory. Now they've run their win streak to seven straight games. And all of a sudden, this team has some life. You know, I was saying this yesterday. It's not like they're going to turn their season around completely, but it's good to see some signs of life. And it's definitely good for that fan base, which has been hurting all year long, to see some good baseball all of a sudden. I mean, seven straight wins and against good teams like the Tampa Bay Rays, for example, that's that's going to you know get you going. It's going to get you excited to go to the ballpark. And obviously, those who showed up for the game on Tuesday were treated to a good ball game. So I don't think... This is going to necessarily stop the ownership group from moving the team to Las Vegas, but it is, it is something. It is something. You know, a local group definitely rallied the fans in a way to try to convince ownership and it worked, at least in terms of energy and getting the message across on Tuesday. But, you know, hey, well, what are you, what are you going to do at that point? You just, if you're an Oakland A's fan, you just keep cheering for your team and hoping they can keep playing good baseball. But according to A's manager, he said that it was as close to a playoff crowd as he's experienced managing. And that's on a Tuesday night in the middle of the season, in the middle of June. So shout out to Oakland and shout out to their fans getting a nice win there. We'll go to Minneapolis. So Carlos Correa hit a walk-off home run for the Minnesota Twins. This was his first walk-off home run in the regular season. We've seen him do it in the playoffs. He's done it twice in the playoffs, but doing it in the regular season, and he knew it was gone. It was a 5-5 tie. Korea hits a line drive to left field. He knew it off the bat. Points was watch, and knowing that it's that time. What time is it? It's walk-off time. His ninth of the year. So, yeah, I mean... This is three days after Korea crushed a go-ahead grand slam to break the tie when they were having a series up in Toronto. So maybe Korea's bat is heating up here. He is supposed to be a big part of this team. They brought him back on a free agent deal after we know what happened over the offseason. Those two deals that fell apart, the Giants and the Mets deals, fell apart due to his physical. So far this season, he's... Hitting 217 with a 717 OPS. That's not the Carlos Correa that they wanted. That's not the Carlos Correa that played for them last year. So something is up with Correa right now, but hopefully, hopefully you can turn it around. But obviously it's good to get a walk off home run like that in a big spot. That's going to make you feel good. And hopefully it'll be fine here on out because, uh, you know, his numbers have definitely been been uh, down to start the year and like I said it's not early anymore I mentioned this a few weeks ago it's not early anymore so it is a concern that his OBP is only 302 his offensive numbers just have not been good this year but what can you do he gets his team a win though that's what matters for Minnesota 
Speaking of homers, Rafael Devers. Two home runs for the Red Sox on Tuesday night. They lost 7-6 to the Rockies, but Devers, you know, he's hoping a power surge comes at the perfect time for him. You know, just one night after he was robbed of a home run by Nolan Jones of the Rockies, and he goes out there and gets two more homers. So Devers is actually having a, you know, solid season with the bat. Not like up to his standard, but still, I mean, if you look at it, 8-11 OPS, 17 home runs. The power is there. I think he still has, he still has uh, another level to go before we say, okay, yeah, Devers is really locked in. You know, but for a guy last year who had an 879 OPS, you know, he has a way to go. But the power has been coming along here the past couple games. And that's, that's the kind of hitter he's, he's molded himself into. Yes, he's a third baseman, so he's a corner bat. You expect him to hit for power. But now 30 homers is a foregone conclusion for Rafael Devers. You expect that from him. You expect that from him. And Rafael Devers is still, just 26 years old. You know, it's it's kind of, it's it seems like he's been around for so long. Because he has. I mean, I guess he came up when he was 20, right? So, he's 26, signed that big deal in the offseason. So, he is locked into Boston. And they're going to ride his bat. So, he gets two home runs there as the Red Sox end up losing to the Colorado Rockies in a midweek game right there. So, uh Beyond that, Gunnar Henderson hit a grand slam. You know, he's been heating up in a big way. So Gunnar Henderson hit that ball onto Utah Street a couple days ago. Now he hits a grand slam for the Orioles against the Blue Jays. And the Orioles end up beating the Blue Jays on Tuesday night. But if they can get Henderson, you know, doing his thing, we saw how good he was last year as a rookie. And this year, you know, sophomore slump, which which is uh not surprising by any means, but now, now things are hopefully clicking for him because that young Orioles lineup is exciting when all those guys are hitting. I mean, Henderson now, his numbers have been trending up three for five with that grand slam. Now his OPS is up to 830. He actually has a higher OPS than Adley Rutschman. So maybe it's time to start paying attention to Gunner because, you know, he got off to a slow start. We kind of forgot about him, but now over the past, the past, uh, I mean, if you look, his past seven games, his past seven games, he's hitting 520 with four home runs and a 1578 OPS. That's just seven games. He's been on a tear lately. So Gunnar Henderson is the hot hand in Baltimore right now. So that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.